Hey, all you rad dads out there. Hey, all you rad dads out there. Welcome to another episode of the Rad Dads Show. This episode features Harley Flanagan of Hardcore Legends Crow Mags. We caught up with Harley and talked a little bit about uh, his his upbringing, him being on his own, leaving er, home at an early age, how that has kind of influenced his his parenting style. He uh, talks about you know appreciating that fun time with our kids, making the kids you know our center of our attention, and reflecting on our own mistakes as a youth you know to help us understand their situation and what they're going through. It was a pleasure talking to Harley. Hope you enjoy this one. Uh, enjoy. Uh, first question okay. here. Uh, welcome to the Rat Dad. So, uh, who are you? Uh, my name is Harley Flanagan, and thanks for having me on the show. And you're a dad. Yes, I am. That That is why I'm on the show, I believe. <laughs> In fact, I think it's because I'm a rad dad, but we'll see. How many kids do you have, Harley? I have two sons. I have a 14-year-old and a 16-year-old who's about to become 17. And as any of you out there with teenagers know, it can be quite challenging. Boys, nonetheless, too, right? So yeah, you yeah, think it's a more challenging? Sons. Well, I, I can't say it's more because I haven't raised any daughters. I'm sure it comes with a completely uh, different set of challenges. But, uh, you know, um, it, you know, I've, for the most part, it, it's a great experience. I mean, you know, and, and honestly, whenever I do start having, uh, you know, a hard time with them, I, I really just uh, I try to think back on my own youth and what it was like for me being a teenager and, and some of the things that uh that I did and and then it makes it a lot easier for me to uh uh to, to understand their situation and and I realize you know they're really not such bad kids you know when I think about the type of things I was doing at their age I'm like you know what they're not so bad <laughs> I just have to try to be more understanding it's really it's really our job to be more understanding you know because they don't have any experience you know this is everything is new to them you know right so like would you say that's one of the the most important things being a parent to to be understanding of your kids well yeah and to be able to reflect on your own uh, mistakes as as a youth you know because uh you know they're going to make mistakes they don't have uh experience i mean even as adults we make a lot of mistakes and and uh, as parents we make a lot of mistakes you know and uh, even in the process of parenting you you grow and learn and uh i'm just uh very happy and very grateful that uh that i have a, a good relationship with my son um like many parents out there i'm sure uh you know i, I separated with their mother um a while ago um they were pretty young they were like seven and nine or right around that age. And um, so it, it became uh, very difficult. Up until that point, I had been pretty much the main caretaker, you know. And um, so, you know, that became challenging. And um, trying to maintain a, a, a good relationship with them through that time, that, that was difficult. But I'm really happy where things are now. So, you know, that's that's if that's 
one thing I can say to any of the parents out there who uh, who've gone through separations and are, and are having a difficult time. I mean, I honestly, I, I didn't even when I was going through the whole family court process. As anybody who knows what that's like, you know, especially in America, I don't know anything about the Canadian system, but it's really hellish, and uh, you know, it's very uh, geared towards the mother, you know. So, you know, as a father, you have a lot of strikes against you automatically, and um, you know, I didn't see or speak to my kids during a lot of that process. It was almost two years, but you know, all I can say to anybody out there is just. Don't give up if you're going through difficult times like that because, uh, you know, your kids, they're, they're always going to be your kids and you have to you have to be there for them. You have to do your best to. And really, you know, because I put so much love into my relationship with them early on, you know, our relationship survived that whole thing. You know, so it's really important to let your kids know that you love them. I, I was never shy about saying I love you guys. I love you. I always gave them hugs. I always kissed them, and I wasn't shy about it at all. So we went through that period, you know, where I didn't get to see them, didn't get to speak to them, and because of the love I invested into them, we still have a strong relationship. So, you know, I think it's very important to let your kids know how much you care about them. That's great. I love that. Do you is that something that you um, grew up experiencing being a kid yourself? Like, did your parents uh, kind of <laughs> instill that in you? Well, or, not, not really. Uh, um, I actually, you know, I don't know how many of your listeners know anything about me, but um, I do have a book out. It's called Hardcore Life of My Own. And um, for those of you who don't know, I did more or less raise myself for <laughs> – most of my life I, I left home at a very early age and and you know besides my father not ever really having been in the picture and having been uh you know more involved with drugs than parenting and and you know my mother had issues of her own so i think a lot of my parenting came from lack of parenting uh, because i kind of wanted to give my kids a little bit more than i had and I wanted them to feel like they were the center of of my attention, you know, instead of just being along for the ride. Right. So, you know, and, and also, you know, I, for the again, for those of you who don't know, I'm I'm a musician and I have a lot of records out and stuff and and at that very important, very formative time in their life I really put my career, my music and all that type of stuff on the back burner and I spent my time really taking care of them and um I'll tell you what, I I don't regret it at all. And and again, I think that that is part of the reason why I still have, despite everything that happened between me and their mother, which is, you know, sadly a very common situation nowadays, you know. Um, but I think that's why me and my kids still have such a strong bond. And, um, you know, they're, they're great kids. I, I, I'm I'm lucky. And you're, and you're very proud, I, I could tell. Do you consider yourself a rad dad? Uh, well, you know what, if, if being a rad dad is having fun with your kids and, and, and being kind of a kid at heart yourself, then, then yeah. I mean, let me put it this way, you know, um, besides being, a still a touring recording and active musician, my day job when I'm not on the road is, uh, I actually run the, 
the kids program at the Henzo Gracie Jiu Jitsu Academy because uh you know I'm, well besides being a second degree black belt, you know that's that's my my gig there is yeah. I run the kids program. It's because I I you know I have fun with kids. I guess again it goes po- possibly back to you know not having much of a childhood myself, so I I kind of get to live it vicariously through. Uh, teaching kids and, and uh, through my kids, you know? Right. What are, what are some traits that you think make one a rad dad? <laughs> you know what? You just, uh, I think you just have to enjoy it and, and care. And, uh, you know, I spent as much time as I could with them when they were young because I know that that time goes by quick. Then they become teenagers, and then you know, for a period of time, you're not even going to be the the center. It's like you go through so much time where you're the center of their world, and then for a while, you're not even barely involved. You're you're almost like the <laughs> yeah. police. You're like the police. You're not like part of their world. You're like the principal. You're like the person they're trying to sneak around or whatever. And then you know they become young adults, and then they, I guess, hopefully they come back into your lives even more you know i have yet to get to that place but fortunately you know i mean hey you know what i I still have a really good relationship with my kids and that's that's hard when you when you go through a separation and uh and i uh, you know again if your kids are young you, you know spend time with them have fun with them you know as someone who teaches kids it's very frustrating for me you know, I see a lot of the parents who don't really seem like they, uh, you know, these kids, they don't seem like they roughhouse with their parents. They don't seem like they do the things with them that that, that I love doing with my kids. And I almost feel like the kids are getting robbed and, and the parents don't seem to really uh, appreciate that, that fun time. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I get it. I have a seven-year-old son. But, but I, I, was all, I was also always that, that parent at the playground that had, like, besides your own kids you got like every other kid in the playground like jumping on you and beating you up and chasing yeah. you around it so it's like hey you know what are you gonna do yeah. what's uh the most rewarding aspect of being a dad uh well i guess uh you know, i guess that's different for everybody i mean just watching them thrive watching them do well in life you know again my kids are still young so you know, I'm still watching them grow. They haven't even become young men yet. And, uh, you know, this is, it's a scary time right now, you know. There's so much out in the world that uh, that they're just uh, coming in contact with, you know, for the first time. So many new experiences. They're going to have so many things ahead of them, you know. They're going to get in, you know, they're going to have uh, relationships and heartbreaks and they're going to get in fist fights and in trouble with the cops and everything else that everybody does. <laughs> you know, that's difficult for a parent to, to, you know, sit there and stress on. So honestly, I, I try not to stress on it too much. I just try to be there and uh, make sure that they understand that they're better off coming to me than, uh, than trying to avoid telling me what's going on. Cause if I know I can help and if I don't know, I can't do nothing. You know, <laughs> So when you have that conversation with your kids, like, is it pretty frank? Just like, hey, I'm here. And it's really well, you know what? My kids or... know. 
they they know my life more so than I wish they did. And um, so I try to keep a pretty open line of communication with them. I mean, when they were younger, there was things that I, I told them. I said, look, I don't feel like you're out, you're ready for me to have this conversation with you yet. But I will have this conversation with you at another point. You know, some things that they, they needed... Yeah, they had some things that we I didn't feel was appropriate to get into with them at their age, and uh, but I always tried to I've always been honest with them, you know. And, and uh, I'm I think, that, I, think that, I think I think it's really important. I mean, I'll be uh, you know, I think the only thing I ever uh, lied to them about was like Santa Claus, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I think that's every parent's. Uh, you know, that's every parent's right. You know, that's part of being a parent is you get to lie to your kids about Santa Claus. But they figured that one out pretty early. And, and uh, you know, they kept that a secret for a long time that they actually saw that I was putting the presents. You know, they, they kept that on the down for a couple of years. I, mean, I didn't know that they knew those rotten little, you know. But, they wanted you to feel good. Uh, <laughs> Either that or they just thought that they would stop getting as many presents if they if, if I knew that they knew it was all coming from me, you know. That's true. But, That's um, true. But I but you know, all I all I got to say is enjoy your time with your kids when they're young, you know, and don't, don't pawn it off on the babysitter, don't pawn it off on uh, the other parent, you know. Even if you're tired, you know, enjoy it because uh they're only going to be kids once. Yeah. And uh, you want to bond with them while they're young because that's really when it, that's what makes the bond that lasts the longest. Yeah. In what ways has fatherhood changed you? Well, <laughs> or a lot of ways. You know, I mean, you know, uh, I don't think it changes everyone, but it definitely made me think about the consequences of my actions a little bit more. You know. So, you know, you you want to try to, you know, stay out of trouble and then be a, a, a good example to them the best you can, you know. Did you have any fears about being a dad? Uh, you know, I, I don't think, uh, I, I think my, I, I can't really answer that honestly. Uh I think my fears are, I, I, I think I have as many fears now, you know, like I said, there's so much ahead of them, you know, life is dangerous, you know, I mean, I, I've done my best to teach them, you know, martial arts, I've done my best to teach them about people and, uh, you know, but um, thank you, as, as a parent, you're always going to be a little concerned when they're not around you and, uh, you know. What are some concerns that you have? Like, what, what is there? Oh, like, hey, you have, like, hey, you know what? The, the, this life is 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 a, is a crazy place. You know, I've seen a lot, and I, I know there's a lot of bad people out there in the world, and and there's a lot of opportunities to make bad choices and bad decisions, and and sadly, a lot of times people have to do those things on their own, with or without good advice they tend to, you know, at least myself, I can't speak for everybody else, but I know that I had to find out a lot of things the hard way. So, you know, as a parent, you can uh, tell your kids so many things, but a lot of things they're really going to unfortunately have to find out on, on their own. And, uh, you know, so, you know, you, again, 
you just got to be there to to help them understand their defeats and uh, uh, teach them that they can pick themselves back up. You know, I also learned that from being from being a coach. You know, it's like I think one of the greatest things the kids in my class learn is how to handle defeat and come back from it and and go and compete again and and keep going even when you lose you you keep going that, i think that's a very important lesson yeah so you, that was like my next question you know, what are some important lessons that you want to teach your children it's just a matter of keep going and well that's that an important that's an important lesson that i really try to instill in not just my kids but in all, all my students and uh you know you know uh defeat is uh it's not it's not final, you know, it's not always final and, and victory is also not permanent. You have to keep trying to uh, make progress. You know, you're, you're, you're always moving forward or backward. You're never standing still. So, you know, I just want my kids to be happy people and at peace with themselves and, and, and successful in life. I mean, what, what else does a parent want for their kids? You know? Yeah, maybe I'd add some health there. Like, and I guess that would come with the happiness. Yeah, well, you know what? Well, yeah, physical, mental health, all that good stuff. You know. Yeah. Right. So, what does the you know the the dinner table conversation look like at the Flanagan household when your kids are with you? Well, it can be about anything from uh, <laughs> the hey, you know what? My son cooked dinner the other day, and I mean, it was amazing, and, and we. Uh, and talked about that, you know. My wife supervised and gave him a couple pointers, and and uh, that was super cool. And uh, you know, hey, what's we the, don't really talk that much. We're too busy stuffing our faces, to be honest. With. <laughs> so there we go. Do you, uh, what's your your opinion on um, kids and uh, with technology and you know the rise of, of social media and cell phones and stuff like that? Uh, I think it's a little bit much, but I don't really think you can stop it. I mean, you know, parents can try to have their put their limits on how many hours kids get their phone or this or that or whatever. But I think they're for the most part they're gonna either find a way to work around that or they're gonna get to a certain age where you're not gonna have that control. So, you know, it's part of uh, the evolution of our society, you know, technology, you can't stop it. And they're going to have things that we never dreamt of. And, uh, you know, it's not great, but at the same time, it does have some benefits. You know, now you can uh, contact your kid. <laughs> you know, yeah. when I was young, when I, when I wasn't around, that was it. I wasn't around, you know, if my mother and father didn't me for a week or two weeks or three weeks or whatever they didn't see me they you know they didn't hear from me until I was around again so you know uh, you got to take the good with the bad sure they can uh, get involved with things again that really comes a it becomes the parents job to educate you know yeah. I told yeah. my stuff right off you know I mean my son's on social media and stuff and I told him I'm like look don't you don't know who's on the other end of any of these things, okay? So unless it's somebody that you actually know, don't talk to them like you know them. If it's not someone that's an actual friend of yours, I told them, I said, you know, I'm a musician, so I have a lot of fans and a lot of people who, you know, write me in this and that. If somebody sends you a friend request and you don't know them and the only reason, if you if they follow me 
and they're writing you, there's something wrong right off the bat because there's no reason that some fan of mine should be approaching my 14 or 16 year old son. So right off the bat, son, if they do, just block them. <laughs> you know, I'm like, if they have no reason to be reaching out to you, just block them. So you know, he's smart enough to follow that advice. You know, do you think uh, that moms and dads have different uh, roles or serve different purposes in raising kids? Uh, I, I think so, but again, you know, I come from a situation where me and the mother, you know, stopped being on the same page a long time ago. So I'm sure the rules in both houses are quite different, but um, the kids manage to uh, roll with it. And, uh, you know, you can't control what your kids are not doing when you're not around them anyway. So anybody who thinks they can is is uh, pretty much fooling themselves because, you know, honestly, when your kids aren't around you, you know, unless you got a camera over them, you don't know what they're doing. You know? Okay. Well, all you can really do is give them some good advice, give them the best, uh, you know, give them the best uh, education you can, you know, as far as life, you know, they're going to, most, most kids are going to go out and do things. They're going to go out and make mistakes. At some point, they're going to go out, they're going to smoke pot, they're going to get drunk, they're going to do all the things that most of us did. So, you know, hopefully you can, uh, prepare them to not completely screw up and at least be responsible enough to <laughs> to make it home in one piece or, or get someplace safe, you know. They're going to make these mistakes and, and, you know, it's really kind of part of life. If they don't make those mistakes, you got to almost wonder, you know, <laughs> what, what, what are they going to do wrong, okay? They're not doing any of the normal stuff wrong. Now i got to really worry, you know. Based on, you know, your kind of your upbringing, like in the punk scene and that sort of thing, and probably, like you already mentioned, the, the individuals you've met and the, the things that you've seen, do you find yourself more saying to them, like, don't do these things, or or or, or do you allow them to oh, have absolutely. those experiences? I absolutely give them the best advice as I, that I can, but I'm also not fooling myself. I know, to you know, things are going to happen. I mean... Also, both my kids are different, so, you know, what scares the one kid may not scare the other one, you know. So, you know, I've been as honest with them as I, as uh, forget about as I can. I've been, I've been completely honest with them about, you know, drugs and alcohol and what they do to people and how they affect people and, you know, you know, I've been very clear with them. You know, I'm not going to be able to follow you around and dictate to you what you can and can't do your whole life. You're not going to be sitting on my lap forever. But, you know, hey, you know, I went, I've had these conversations with them. You know, if you start doing, if you know, smoking pot will damage your brain. You know, your brain is still growing until you get to a certain age. You know, it's like, you know, alcohol is bad for this, that, the other. But you know what? I'm not going to be able to follow you around until you you can't do this, you can't do that for for the rest of your life. You know, these are decisions you're going to make on your own. But, you know, I told my one kid for sure, like, weed is going to, you know, your brain's not going to develop the way it should. He's like, oh, screw that. I'm not, you know, I'm never going to yeah. smoke about in my life. <laughs> you know, so it's like all you can do is, get, is, is give them the best education, the best, best information you can. I mean, you know, 
like I said, you know, I haven't lied to them about anything since uh, since I told them about Santa Claus. You know, there have been things that I said, I don't think this is an appropriate conversation to have with you yet, but, you know, we will have it, you know, and, and what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. Hope for the best. Yes. What are some of the issues hey, that you I'm, you deal with regarding parenting and being a dad? So some of the issues, do you, do you deal with stuff? Like, is there somewhere you kind of turn to? Do you turn to your wife and say, oh, they're driving me crazy? Do you have a, a network? Hey, you know what? Sadly, I don't get to see, like I said, you know, I, I my kids don't live with me. So right. the time that I do spend with them, I just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just grateful for that time. I wish I got to spend more time. I wish I spent enough time with them for them to really drive me crazy, to be honest. <laughs> but, um, but you know what? Uh, uh, you know, I don't even know how to answer that, you know. I, I mean, think you um, did. It's just about being grateful when you're with them. And, and Yeah, you know. I mean, sure, they drive me nuts when they're with me as well. But, you know, I always got to fall back on, oh, you know what? They're kids. They're, they're kind of supposed to drive you nuts. I mean, that's kind of like part of their job, you know. <laughs> to, teach, so, to teach you lessons, I guess, right? Yeah, you, you know, and, and, and vice versa, you know. We 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 have to be patient to a certain degree, you know. You kind of already yeah. talked a little bit about it, like in terms of the relationship with your parents. You kind of left home really early. Do you do you have a relationship with oh, your yeah. dad now? Well, actually, both my parents are dead, so I'm oh, not sorry. really. No, I mean, no. but um, you know, and and again, so you know, I I to be honest, I never really had a relationship with my father I, he was uh not involved with my life um past the age of like two or something like that and uh you know i had a stepfather for a few years and, and that was great because he was a really good guy and uh he instilled a lot of the the good values the positive family values i have or whatever and uh you know but um you know, and for a lot of years, me and my mother really, you know, were not on great terms because I was, you know, because I did have a pretty messed up childhood. And I, I kind of held that against her. It wasn't until towards the end of her life, sadly, that we really were able to reconcile a lot of that. And and again, that is a big part of why I try to uh, have a a good line of communication with my kids. And uh, and I also try to learn from I try to learn from the positive aspects of me and my mother's relationship, but also the negative ones. Um, you know, me and my mother were estranged for a lot of years, and then there were literally we would go for months, sometimes a year or more without speaking. And and you got to understand, I left home uh, at the age of like fifteen. Crazy. You know, so there was years that she didn't know whether I was alive or dead. And um, I think about that a lot now, you know, being a father. And uh, when I don't hear from my kids, it upsets me, but I try not to let it, like, crush me the way that I knew it used to torment my mother. Mm -hmm. You know, looking back, I'm like, I know that that used to really tear into her. But, you know, to be fair, uh, we had a pretty turbulent relationship, you know. You know, she was, uh, uh, I, I say, a recovering hippie because, you know, she never really got past the 60s spirit, to say, you know. And, uh, and 
was hitchhiking all over the world with me at a very young age and was letting me be in bands and letting me go on tour without any adult supervision and letting me do a lot of things that I would never dream or consider allowing my kids to do. And I think a lot of that is why I wound up making a lot of the bad decisions and, and so on that I that I made. So, you know, but yeah, uh, here you are. Kind of, it seems like you're quite successful and, and have a lead a healthy. Well, so, so what what happened? Like, yeah, was, yeah. You know, I landed on my feet, but that wasn't without a lot of landing on my face first. Right. You know, I just happened to be resilient, and now I got you know pretty messed up teeth. You know, so. <laughs> You know, but uh, eventually I landed on my face. It's kind of like if you, I mean, eventually I land on my feet is what I meant to say. <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, but I landed on my face a, a hell of a lot of times in the process. And if I can, if as a parent, if I can help my kids avoid landing on their face uh, as many times as I did or or help them land on their face as few times as possible, then I think uh, then my, my then my job is probably done. You know, if I, if I can give them help, give them some good advice and, you know, really, really as a parent, I think my, my main job is attaining a, a state of peace myself, because if I can find a, a real state of peace of mind, then, then that should rub off on them, you know. I agree. I and That's kind of, you know, one of the themes that I've noticed in, in a lot of the, the dads that I've spoken to is that. They, um, it's not a matter of putting them, I guess it is putting themselves first and the fact that if they're happy and satisfied that that's going to, you know, trickle down to their kids. And, and that's, you know, absolutely, what, absolutely. What I think it's important. And, and, and it is. And, and not just happy and satisfied, but really at peace, you know, because you know what? Life is going to always throw curveballs at you, no matter how happy and satisfied you might be one minute or the next. It's going to be some sort of storm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> life is never without chaos. You know. So what does that peace mean to you? Uh, you know, really just uh, being at a place where where you appreciate just taking that deep breath and just where that really just that moment is really all that matters right there. Mm. You know, and uh, I don't even know how. To how to explain that but to be content you know even when everything is insane around you to just to be able to just either take a deep breath and exhale it and if you're unable to take a deep breath then to just be able to still your mind and put your mind at peace you know if you can just you know really that's it you know, to just appreciate that moment, somehow be where you are right then and there, uh, and uh, find peace in it. Yeah. Love that. I've, uh, that's something I've been exploring, you know, personally. We interviewed uh, Miggy Chen's uh, bassist from Teenage Baller Rocket a few weeks ago when he was in Edmonton, and he's written a few books on uh, being present, finding peace. Uh, like, you know, he's, he's he has a few yoga studios and, and practices that mindfulness and and uh, yeah, it, like, it totally resonates with me. A few more questions here. What's the uh, future for Chromex? Well, uh, there's a second single coming out December 6th, I believe. Uh, the first single uh, came out about three months ago and it did quite well. 
And uh, this one that's coming out has Phil Campbell, from uh, formerly from Motorhead. Now he's in uh, Phil Campbell and the Bastard Sons. And uh, he played on one of the songs, which I'm really excited about because, you know, obviously, uh, you know, Motorhead was a huge influence on me. So to, to make that connection again uh, after having toured with them many years ago, uh, the, the, there's a new album coming out in uh, 2020, brand new Chromags record. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I did a movie this year that should be probably out next year. Uh, I'm not sure when the release is, it's called between wars. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been very busy, you know, besides being back to work at the Hensel Gracie Jitsu Academy, you know, five days a week, um, my hours are pretty, uh, full. <laughs> and and he did a bunch of shows, a string of shows with Misfits opening for the yeah yeah I did five shows that was amazing I did five shows total with the Misfits and um, I uh, also toured Europe just about a month ago I guess and uh, I, I did I was out on the West Coast I played at the Roxy just recently so I mean. I, I, Things have been busy. I'm losing track. I, I I can't even. My head's kind of spinning. I just, it's been a busy year. There you go. So I, I was, I'm, not, I'm even more appreciative of your time then. Uh, last few <laughs> questions here. The last few questions. We always end with one, this one. Or, or these two. Uh, dad joke. Do you have one that you could tell us? <laughs> oh my God, my son's the king of dad jokes. Uh, I wish he was here right now. Um, God, no, I can't. I'm sorry. That one, I'll. That, I, 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 failed. I, I failed. I failed. I have a bad <laughs> sense of humor. Whatever I say is going to be considered just politically incorrect by somebody. I don't know how. I could tell you a joke about, you know, tofu, and somebody will, like, find something bad about it. So, no, I'm not funny. Okay. Nope. <laughs> not funny. I'm, not, I'm terribly non funny. There we go. That's okay. Neither am I. I have friends who can like they can rattle off jokes like all the time and yeah, I'm no, I'm, I'm awful done. at it. My joke, my jokes are just bad. Last question then. Okay. Any words of any words of wisdom to to the rat uh, rat dads out there listening? Any any last words, words of wisdom? Uh, you know what? Um. You know, enjoy your time with your kids. You know, I, I, I was going to say listen to them, but I know that you can't listen to them all the time because they just rattle on and on and on sometimes, especially when they're little and, oh, my God. they. Can, but that that's also <laughs> kind of a joke. But you know what? Appreciate your time with them because they are going to grow up. And you know what? Your jobs, your careers, they may come and go. You're, you're, you may... Your, your spouse may come and go, your your home may come and go, your careers, all these things. They, But your kids are always going to be your kids. Mm. So if you don't put the time in them when it matters, when they're young, you may not have this, the relationship you want with them when they're older in life. And, and, and it sucks to grow old and feel like you failed with your family and with the people that you love so put the time in while you can because you never know what the future is going to bring and 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 they will always be your kids 
you you can't there nothing else is guaranteed except for you know your mortality right yeah. Okay, putting the time in. I, I love that. It's uh, it's a recurring theme for sure. So I, uh, with that being said, I really appreciate your time and putting the time to talk to us today. Um, hey man, you got it, man. To all you all you dads out there, man, keep rocking. And and if you if you're you know if you don't live with them, all I can say is you know what, make sure you just keep paying your child support and you know keep you know sending them their allowance or whatever it is, whatever it is that you do to stay consistent in their lives, just keep maintaining that. Because even if that's all there is, as long as you don't fail them on that, then you're, you're doing the best you can under the circumstances. And, and you know, when I, when I hear people complaining about child support and this and that and blah, 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 I'm just like, you know what, dude? They didn't ask to be born. Okay? So suck it up. You know, yeah, it sucks, this, that, the other, you know, how do I know she's spending the money on the kids, this, that, the other, blah, 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 all I have to get this, that, the other. Yeah, but you know what? That was your responsibility. So, you know, I I get real fed up when I I listen to people piss and moan about having to to, to deal with their responsibility just because things didn't work out the way they wanted or expected. You know, those kids... they still need to see consistency, and if that if if the only way that you can be consistent is to goddamn pay the shit ass little child support, or to send them their allowance, or to, to whatever the thing is the 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 weekend visits, the whatever it is, whatever you got, you know, don't be a chump, mm-hmm. you know, that's all. There we go, man. Love it. Yeah. Thanks, Harley. I uh, appreciate your time. All right, man. You, you have, got it, brother. Uh, have a great night. My dogs are um, crying. I, I got to do this, all right? So I'm going to go walk these. I'm going to walk my other kids now. All I'll, right. Uh, I'll keep uh, Laura posted when, when we post it. Uh, Very you know, cool. I need a few weeks Very to, cool, to edit man. and then do that kind of thing. But again, have a great night. Uh, really. All right, man. You. you too. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Take care. Later.